Hello, Community Health Center advocates. This is Shamal Shepard. Welcome to this week's Advocacy in Minutes. Today is July 15, 2020, and here's the latest in advocacy and more in minutes. Joining me is the NAC advocacy team, Marie McCauley and Kristen St. John. Today is our National Day of Action. Join us in sending the message to value CHCs in the next stimulus package. We are still fighting for long-term stable funding for community health centers over the next five years. Be sure to share this opportunity to advocate with your friends and family. Visit hcadvocacy.org slash national dash day dash of dash action. After you contact Congress, listen to next podcast on community health centers data and COVID-19 on our SoundCloud page. Let's dive right in. Kristen, what do you got for us? Hey, Jamal. This week's self-care spotlight is tasty and filling. Have some fun with two healthy eating resources shared from our very own Unity Northwest Health Center. Check out the Washington Update to find the Whatcom's Veggie RX program and the Unity's Dietitian Kitchen video series. Set some time aside to relax, have fun, and cook a healthy meal. A great way to care for the mind and body. Thanks, Unity Northwest. Also, as we shift focus to building racial equality in our communities, check out the Community Health Center Movement's very own Michael Curry of the Great Commonwealth of Massachusetts speak on combating racism, stabilizing health centers, and achieving justice. The Commonwealth Magazine's article is entitled, quote, Michael Curry waging a dual front war on the pandemic and racism, end quote. Thanks, Kristen. Now we have some updates from the Hill. On Monday afternoon, the House Appropriations Committee approved its fiscal year 2021 Labor, Health and Human Services, Education and Related Agencies Bill. The approved budget includes $1.65 billion for health centers, an increase of $25 million from the fiscal year 2020 budget. This increase consists of $10 million to support school-based health centers. The bill also provides $65 million for health centers to continue addressing efforts to end the HIV epidemic. Thanks, Marie, for those federal-level updates. At the state level this week, we saw that on July 10, the National Governors Association sent a letter to the Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and Minority Leader Schumer and House Minority Leader McCarthy advocating an Enhanced Federal Medical Assistance Percentage, or FMAP, for the Medicaid program in the next bipartisan COVID-19 relief bill. The letter was signed by dozens of local, state, and federal organizations, including NAC. They thank Congress and the administration for moving quickly to provide a 6.2% FMAP increase in the Families First Coronavirus Response Act and urged Congress to provide an additional 5.8% FMAP increase retroactive to January 1st, 2020, and for it to remain until September 30, 2021, regardless of unemployment conditions. The letter also urges the administration to rescind the proposed Medicaid Fiscal Accountability Rule, MFAR. It would reduce the ability of states and localities to finance the non-federal share of Medicaid and would result in a reduction of federal Medicaid funding. Thanks, Jamal. We hope to see Congress respond to those financial needs. We have some great examples of advocacy and awareness spreading in health centers this week. Make sure to check out Community Health Centers of Arkansas Digital Magazine and its exemplary advocacy and public education in this week's Washington Update. Also, Tech Action Clinic CEO, Dr. Gary Wiltz, discusses COVID-19 with Louisiana Department of Health Region 3 Director, Chip Riggins in KBZE's DJ Fab. Look for the link in the Washington Update or on HC Advocacy's social media. 
Last but not least, the California PCA has engaged in multiple virtual efforts to promote census completion during the COVID-19. Since March, they have been disseminating a digital health toolkit providing information on how to complete the census during the pandemic. They also hosted a Census 2020 COVID-19 webinar in June, which featured speakers from local partnerships. The NAC research team has a few more updates for you this week. Please make sure that your health center has completed their COVID-19 assessment at bit.ly backslash testing CFI. This information is essential to help inform policymakers on supporting community health centers. There are also updated infographics and fact sheets that can be found at NAC.org backslash research dash and dash data. Please contact Sarah Baser of NAC's research team with any questions or concerns. Thanks, Marie. Pharmacy Access Hours are held the third Thursday of each month at 2 p.m. Eastern. This week's office hour will discuss recent 340B developments and strategies for helping patients over 200% of the federal poverty line afford prescriptions. This month's session will include brief operational updates, including recent developments in 340B, reimbursement, and contract pharmacy. Participation is free and there is no pre-registration. Simply log in at the new web link that can be found in the Washington update. The event password is capital P Pharmacy 123. Lastly, this week, one of our National Health Center Week 2020 sponsors released an awareness campaign to educate people on the need to continue social distancing and stop medical distancing. Check out their video and advocacy resources at stopmedicaldistancing.org. Thanks team. For our listeners, some quick reminders. Please continue to refer to our HC Advocacy Coronavirus Advocacy Tools in this challenging time. You can find the advocacy website at hcadvocacy.org. In order to keep up with all upcoming advocacy events, visit hcadvocacy.org backslash calendar. And for further support, please email us at grassroots at nac.org or follow us on Twitter and Facebook at hcadvocacy. As always, a huge thank you to all of our advocates for your strong advocacy efforts. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy. We'll be back next week.